0: The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Client shapeshifter is Toby van Heerden, the chief executive at 10X Investments, only the second CEO at 10X. Following the resignation was last year or the year before of the founder of 10X, Stephen Nathan. Uh, Toby van Heerden, welcome for the first time to The Money Show. Good to have you with us. Um, When did you join 10X? Did you come in as Stephen left or had you been there for a while?
1: Good evening, Bruce. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Now I came in um, in September of this year, so um, about nine months after Stephen has left. Okay. So, we never so, mm, so 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 you're a you're a fresh pair of hands. You're a fresh pair of
0: eyes. Clearly, um, the 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 owners of 10x Tenex um, are wanting a fresh approach. Then to the way in which 10X has been running its business up until now. And 10X, for those of you who don't know, is an index investor. Um, it, uh, Stephen Nathan was wedded to the idea of being super low cost and being the cheapest in the market. Um, but it never really got the sort of traction um, in, a, uh, in an environment which is, dominated by intermediaries, by what we used to call them brokers, financial advisors. And and I suppose that's the problem here, to uh, Toby, is that although America has gone completely mad for index funds, South Africans simply haven't really
1: Yeah it's amazing. So Africa is way behind when it comes to to passive or rules based investing. I mean just a simple a simple quick stat, Bruce is if you look at our unit trusts in our unit trust space, around six percent of assets goes to passive investments, whereas somewhere in the US it's it's close to forty percent. Um, in the UK and Europe, you're looking at twenty-eight percent of investments going to passive. So, so we way way behind um, global standards at this point. Why do you think that is? Why
0: is or why do we have an aversion um, to getting the market return or the index return at least?
1: It's. I I don't think it's an aversion to the to the actual to the index return. Um, I I do think um, one of the big reasons is there hasn't been a big enough discrepancy um, in the fees for investors between a passive investment and an active investment. Um, So if if you look globally, you know the average fee for an for an active fund is around seventy five basis points, and for for a passive fund is in sort of fifteen to twenty basis points. And so in South Africa, our fees are. You know, 50 basis points for a passive fund still. Um, so, so our fees are not are not where it should be um, compared to global global standards. Yet, in order to to justify that that move to passive, and that's certainly something that we want to bring into the into the system um, by having fees that is much more in line with global standards, applying efficiencies um, in our business in order to give that to investors. Um, and, and I think the last point is accessibility. Um, it's been very difficult uh, for investors, especially in South Africa, where investments have been seen to be quite elitist um, to actually access investments, um, whereas you know, in developed markets, it's, it's much easier for people to access investments. And we want to make that that quite easy for investors to start accessing investments in a very cheap way.
0: Uh, how did you get to this point, Toby? What, what is your backstory? When did you get involved in the investment industry? <laughs>
1: Uh, some 22 odd years ago, I, um, I, I studied at, at Stellenbosch and, and then I went over to the UK to qualify as an actuary over there. Um, I came back and I, and I started working at Alexander Forbes um, of all places and, and that's where my love for investment started as an asset consultant. Uh, I, then, I, I then joined um, African Harvest briefly uh, for 11 months and then 91 for 15 years. Um, where, I, where I've worked in, as in sort of in the active management space. So, so, I cannot say that there isn't place for active and passive is the only way to go. From my experience, you know, I can, I can certainly say that there is very good active managers out there. To pick them out is, 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 is bloody hard. Um, but passive should, should really be much more in, in the game place um, in South Africa at the moment. Um, so, that's the opportunity that I see joining, joining 10x. Um, at the be- at the end of last year, is that there's a massive wave that's going to come into into the passive space, but specifically in South Africa, and also to give more people sort of financial inclusion in South Africa, um, to give them access to investments. So I think that's that's the one big thing we want to do at 10x Investments is is to give more people and to help them to liberate um, their, their their future and their financial future.
0: Um, and how do you do that though? Because I mean, Steve and Nathan for What is it, 15 years? Um, Beat the drum of passive investing. Mike Brown at ETFSA beat the passive investing drum. Um, And and many others have, have told us about the virtues and have explained to us the principle of saving money on costs. And how, and Warren Ingram on this show, also very regularly beating the yep. drum on low costs. Why is it because investments are are, are sold rather than bought that people will, will, will have a, a level of comfort sitting across the table from a, a trusted advisor and go well? Um, what should I do with my money? And the trusted advisor, um, being smart, puts them into a, I'm sure a very respectable investment. But but that respectable investment is likely to pay them a commission in order to do so. They're not going to put you into an investment that doesn't. Pay
1: commission um bruce i i mean jack welsh was famous i think it took him 20 years before before vanguard really started to make some make some proper money so i I do think there's a bit of bit of jack jack Bogle. so not not jack
0: welsh jack jack Jack, Bogle, because he he was the founder
1: now that's okay he was the founder of course
0: of vanguard which is the world's biggest and most famous index tracking business isn't it
1: yeah. And, and, um, and it, it, took him, it took him a hell of a long time to get there. And there's a couple of hits and misses along the way. So, so I'm quite fortunate that I had a couple, of, um, uh, a couple of people attempting this before me. So, we have a about a 15-year um, runway in this. And, and I suppose that that, that really helps. Um, to come back to your, to your question around, you know, more people accessing passive and, and uh, making, making index funds a larger part of their portfolio. I don't think it's got anything to do with, with commission and not paying commission and IFA is not. I, I, think, I do think there's a large component of, of education that needs to be done um, more broadly around the, the, the investment into passive in terms of the merits that it holds, um, in terms of providing a beta, a low cost sort of, when I talk about beta, getting exposure to the market in a very low cost way, and then picking a, an active manager. Um, that could provide and enhance your returns, and 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 I, I think the the big problem is it's been either or you know either, you, either you're active or you're passive, um, and you believe in either one of the one of the two, and and I do believe there's a there's a place for a middle road, you know, where you get a uh, a trusted advisor that can build a portfolio for you, where you can combine both, where you can actually get your overall costs down, um, and and thereby you can you can make more money. Um, i did a very simple calc the other day for a for a client it was actually last week um and and it's and it was amazing and i you know i had to sort of rewire my actual brain a bit to, 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 to think about this and and the sum was, was very simple it was if you invest six percent for for 20 years and whether you invest 16 at uh, a 16 percent return so six percent return or a 16 percent return if you have 1%, one percent one one percent fee differentiate the at the end of the day, you'll have 30% more money by saving 1% in fees, irrespective of a 6% return or a 16% return. And that, that is absolutely amazing if you I'm gonna, the, I'm, the, the, I'm, the power I've of written, compounding interest. I've,
0: I've written it down, and I want you to come back and explain it again and explain this principle okay. of compounding because I think it is the most important lesson that we're going to learn this lifetime because yes, that is, is the key... Differentiator between people who get wealthy from work, and it's very hard to get wealthy from work because you have to you have to invest money. Um, you don't you're not growing a business, you're not building assets, you are putting money away for a rainy day. Um, and the perceived safety of going into a managed fund, which has got traditionally higher fees, versus a passive fund, which traditionally has lower fees. To going to explain that one again and explain okay. in a bit more detail in a moment. The impact of that one percent fee cost compounding over a period of time. More on that one with Toby van Heerden, chief executive at Ten X Investments, in a moment. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Toby van Heerden, the chief executive at Ten X Investments, making the case for low-cost investments and using an example of making an investment at a six percent return um, with no fees versus a uh, an investment over of uh, to give you a 16% return with just 1% in cost. You think, well that's a no-brainer. I want 16% a year. I'm prepared to pay 1% for that. Absolutely. What idiot wouldn't want that? Well, that's all of us. We wouldn't want it. Why to be nice and slowly explain please um the time frames we're talking about here and how that works.
1: So, Bruce, just, just to maybe to clarify the example a bit, um, assume you have, you have an investment and the return you make on that investment is, is 16% and you're invested for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the fee on the one product is 2% versus the fee on the other product is 1%. So, there's a 1% fee difference, which means on your 16%, your net return would be 14% on the 2% or 15% on the 1% product. The person paying the 1% fee will have 28% more. It will have 28% more after 20 years. Um, uh, On the 1%. uh, uh, and similarly, uh, okay. if, if, yeah. if, if the if the return was 6%, even at a low return, if the return was 6% and and I'm paying a 1% fee versus a 2%, so my net return being either a 4% return or a 5% return, the person with a 5% return will have 32% more after 20, 20, um, okay. 20 years. Okay, that makes sense. So it shows you the 1% in fee difference, whether it's a high return or a low return, still gives you more on average after a period of 20 years. And that's the importance of compounding and the importance of of making sure you're paying the right fees. And, and, And in return, I mean, you're not making any extra
0: effort. You're not doing anything for this money other than making a choice on lower fees. Now, lower fees doesn't always mean, however, that the investment is going to outperform. There is a a consequence to just buying on the basis of fees, isn't there?
1: Correct. So, so that's, that's the principle around, around passive investing, is to say, we will give you the market at the lowest cost. So you're never going to outperform the market. What an active manager typically says is you're buying the right or the, the, the opportunity to potentially outperform the market. And that is, it's very hard, even for professional investors, to pick a manager that consistently outperforms the market So the higher fee just gives you the opportunity or the ability to potentially outperform the market. Whereas what we say is just buy the market. And if you're in the market, the market provides the higher return compared to the potential that you could have by outperforming the market. What's your new strategy to get index investing into
0: the hearts and minds of of retail investors? How are you going to change
1: mindsets? So I think the first and, and, and most important thing is that um, we want to make investments much more accessible for for the man in the street, for the, the everyday person. So take away this this whole issue issue around it's elitist or it's complicated. Um, so we're going to deploy, and we're deploying very good technology to make it very easy and very simple for for people to invest. We're also going to have a very when we have a very simple product range. So that's still part of the the 10x DNA that, that Steven started fifteen years ago. You know, having a very simple, very transparent, very low cost product, um, you don't have to have a proliferation of twenty or twenty five products for investors. You know, you can have one or two or three. So so that's the first thing, making it very accessible, making it very simple for investors. The the second bit is 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 we we will say to to the intermediate market, and it's a massive market in South Africa, that we open that we open for business. So we are friendly to intermediaries. We want to work with intermediaries and we want to build solutions with them to help their, their underlying clients. Because if they can Get a 50 basis points fee saving or one percent fee saving through to their underlying client that's invested we all win and 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 that's where we want to sort of really help and work with with our intermediary market Um, and we want to be friendly to them
0: and what happens to the costs then of the direct investing model because surely that begins then to add a layer of expense that wasn't there before. Yes, you get access to a better market and a bigger market uh, and you make more sales, but how does that then affect the returns over the 20 years based on your own example that your investors get?
1: Yeah, Bruce, I mean, we, we've got a cater for, for the various um, clients that we have in, in the South African market and we have a, we've quite a, quite a diverse group. I mean, South Africa is not the rainbow nation for nothing. So, so on, a, on a governance scale, there are, there are individuals and there are investors that should come directly to us. They should be in a very simple product and, and, and it, they should feel really smart by investing with us in a, in a very simplistic way, but getting a quality return. So you have that sort of investor. Then you also have investors that feel that they need to sit across the table from somebody, they need to go through their portfolio, they need to get proper advice, and I, I, that's, that's really fair. I mean, I've been a consultant for, for four years of my life as well. And I, and I do believe that there's a place for, for consultants and for intermediaries to play in the portfolio for a certain individual that requires that. So, so we want to cater for both those needs and both those people in a portfolio and not be dogmatic about you should only come direct because that's the best way and that's the only way. Um, and, and so what we will be doing going forward. Is, is provide a platform for investors to actually choose which level of service do they want um, and what level of fees they what fees they want to pay. By making the point though that it is very important to know and be transparent about what fees you're actually paying um, as an investor.
0: Fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And I wish you luck with it to everyone here chief executive of 10x investments. Tonight's Shapeshifter.